Welcome to the Startup to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good, actually. Oh, nice. Yes. Do tell. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, no, it's like uh, these the last week and a half was absolutely brutal. Um, like, you know, I feel like I got to jump right into it because it's just such a, like, it's just such a relief to be done. Um, I've been working with this freelancing client and I'm still working with him, but uh, I really worked myself into a frenzy of wanting to deliver for him. And it's been totally nuts. It, like, I, I've just been putting way too much pressure on myself drinking too much coffee and staying up late and doing the dumb shit that like I know not to do that like I learned in my 20s but like every now and then you it creeps in on you like that kind of anxiety and just oh I can do more I can do better and just that will to be at your computer working really hard so I ended up just I burnt myself out man I just went ham on it and now um over the weekend, well, like on Friday, really, I I shipped the thing. So it's there, and it's actually very cool. Like, I can't lie. It's very cool. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it all runs... Do brag. Do it, brag. <laughs> it all runs serverless, and it's based on a queue. So you can drop a bunch of things on a queue, and Lambdas will pick them up and run them and write the results to a serverless database. And because it's all serverless, you can, uh, you can have, like, you know, you can run in ridiculous parallel loads so right. i can run like a thousand jobs at the same time and because my database is serverless uh, i just set the maximum like compute capacity and it'll scale up and scale down accordingly so uh it's very it's very cool <laughs> wow that is awesome yeah, yeah i'm really happy with with the outcome i you know like and unfortunately because i'm in that kind of anxious state my body is like you should continue to be anxious so like oh well the models ran but can they run faster but like that's not the point right now the point is to get you know plan a finished so i've been you know i'm kind of coming down from that my body is still looking for reasons to be anxious so (laughs) so i'm i'm running a bunch of you know big batches and just kind of letting it go but it just feels really good to kind of say like the deliverable was made and we can work from here. It's not like what's Matt doing? You know, th- right. these are the things I'm telling myself. What's Matt doing? Why isn't he faster? Why isn't he better? Like, you know, I'm very susceptible to this kind of self-talk. So right. I- I'm going to you know run some batches and watch them kind of tangentially, but I'm going to take a- at least a day off. <laughs> I need to just, I need to be away from the computer to kind of recenter myself because this okay. is just ridiculous. So, but yeah, I'm so pumped because now it's, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like I've just been through like a traumatic incident and I like have the shakes, but like I need to let the <laughs> adrenaline kind of leave my body so I can approach work with a sane head because God damn, it's been, I, I can't believe I did this. I feel so stupid for, for putting myself through, for not having a better boundary. Like, right. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you had the choice of doing it or not, and yeah. but at least you knew that. The, if you did it, it would end very quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so it's like it's like a, a last a last sprint. It's like why not just get it over with? And totally. So yeah, I so now it's done. Thank God. Um, and now I can come back from it and I can work on my own stuff. And hopefully, this is a nice 
fresh scar that I'll be able to look at and realize, hey, you're doing dumb shit, Matt. Stop burning the candle at both ends. Work sustainably. Right. So, like, is there, like, is it clear now that you can just work 12 hours a week now? Or? Yeah. I mean, the, the work, the, the style of working that I was doing was totally self-driven. Like, yeah. It right. wasn't, <laughs> my client did not ask for it. it okay. Pure, pure decision on my part. Um, so the reality is, hey, it's, you know, it's 12 hours and that's, that's it. Okay. Like, and and it, everything there is setting expectations um, and setting clearer boundaries. Because I, I will say, like, I think part of the reason that I was so flustered was that my communication hasn't been great. Of like, you know, he's asking for something and he's relying on me to find a solution. And I'm great at finding solutions. But what solution should we take? And what's the best one? What's faster? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, all these considerations, I've taken them on myself. Okay. And, you know, I want to share them with him, but he more is more reliant on me to like come up with the answer and just do the right thing. Um, right. So it's interesting because I'm, I'm used to dealing with more technical people who understand it. So when I come to them and say, well, this is what I'm working on. They're like, got it. Great. I understand. But this is just like, can I use it yet? Like, where? Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between being a freelancer and being a, con a consultant, mm -hmm. right? Like a freelancer, you tell them what to do. But a consultant, it's like you, you just tell them what you need, like what's the end result, mm. and and they make the decisions. And right. So I don't think, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he would have no idea, like no feedback to give you if you told him, yeah. oh, I can go serverless or I can go like Kubernetes instead. Or It's like, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a nice right button that I can click yeah. <laughs> and it runs my models exactly yeah. and like how, yeah because for me the big thing was I mean the only thing he, he really cares about at the end is how much is this going to cost like I want to run yeah. a bunch of combinations what's the end cost so you know I'm keeping that in mind but also the thing that I'm still terrible at is valuing your own time so it's like if it costs a hundred dollars to do something but it costs a hundred dollars to pay me like Maybe it's and but if you're only going to do it once, then fuck it. Like just I'll just do it. It's okay. Like it's why why spend two hours automating something you're going to run right. once and you can run for thirty minutes or something. Like it's value. My my own time is valuable, and keeping that in mind is really important because I tend to I tend to forget it. The typical developer thing. We just don't value our own time at all. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. So yeah. So now you're going to take some time off to to recharge. Yeah. <laughs> And do no more than 12 hours of consulting. And then the rest of the time? Uh, talking with people. Working with, uh, you know, I've been talking about the uh, that project that I mentioned before, about the, uh, the Slack, like Slack tables and markdown tables. Right. And, uh, you know, you and I have been talking offline about a few things. And I've been talking with people in my network as well and realizing that, like, I want to serve businesses and I look at this and I don't necessarily see this as like an initial business impact. It's just kind of a neat side along thing that right. that is interesting. But is it going to get me, it, I, I'll admit, it's not solving a big enough business problem that I look at that $1,000 a month by September 1st, 2022. And I just don't see it getting me there. Like, I mean, I'm sure I could, I don't know. Can I, talking about uncertainty, is it going to get me there? I don't know. But at least for me, I don't think it's solving a hard enough business problem. Like that's not, a, I don't know that it's a shut up and take my money style problem. Granted, right. I haven't spoken to enough people about it, but you know, you and I have been batting around. You know, we've been talking a lot, having our own therapy sessions so offline. <laughs> if, you, if you like, 
if you like start up to something therapy mat edition you just hear the offline conversations yeah that's the premium edition of the yeah, podcast yeah. subscribers only yeah subscribe to my only fans to watch me just weep <laughs> on camera <laughs> and it's not suitable for work oh no definitely not why are you just watching somebody cry it's so cute <laughs> each person has their own fetish yeah exactly hey no, no king shaming here <laughs> So, yeah, so you and I have been talking about a product that is actually very interesting. So I've been thinking about, like, just getting out and talking to more people. Like, I've gotten out and talking to a lot of developers kind of in the last few months, having developer interviews, but they've been very unfocused. It hasn't been, like, it's like, it's more like, tell me about your day, less right. so than, like, how do you deal with database queries that look like this? Or, I don't know, you know, like, something hyper-specific. So my data wasn't really great. I did get some particular pain points. I got us some top three problems for a few people, but I think there's some real business value behind something that you know I'm I'm interested in, and you know I don't know that I'm ready to like say it out loud. I don't want right. to wait too long or anything like that. But I think once I talk to a few more people, I'll get a handle on if the problem really is valuable to people and how big the market is and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, but going back to you talking to developers, like mm. it, it was it was definitely productive because yeah. in the end, like nothing jumped out as like a hair on fire problem mm-hmm. like right like you yeah people said oh yeah whiteboarding is i miss whiteboarding yeah like and but then did you look for a solution nope. no nope. <laughs> so you know like you can't even talk about would you pay for a solution mm-hmm. did even look for one yeah so it was, it was all very productive oh absolutely yeah but it just didn't it unfortunately didn't lead to a, a business idea yeah yeah, I mean this new secret idea. Like I, I like it. <laughs> I mean, I would, if I didn't have so much on my plate, I think I would run with it. So yeah, I mean, it's that idea of solving business problems. I think is really interesting. Well, yeah. I, I think it's interesting to solve problems. <laughs> no, I think it's to solve lucrative problems. Like hair on fire, shut up and take my money. Problems are the like. It, I don't know that it, it makes sense to to spend time on some on a problem that isn't like that. Right. So this certainly seems like one of those problems. So let's give her a rip. Yes. Um, startups for the rest of us had, a, had an episode recently that he was, he, uh, Rob Wallen was answering customer, uh, listener questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of them was like this person saying, oh, I got no, no motivation or I can't. I remember I, this. Yeah. Like I don't seem to be able to, to start something. Mm-hmm. Or like, or at least finish something. Yeah. Like, I have no drive. Or mm-hmm. so again, Rob re-mentioned the stair step approach. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you could try just shipping something small, and and I like that approach, but I think I, I prefer this idea. Like, <laughs> like there's like I like that approach. Is it's true. Like, it's it's good advice for you know if you just want to start something, start with something really small, mm-hmm. and just to get into shipping something yeah. and and you know practicing marketing and so you really get to see what's involved in all of it and then you can the next thing can be a little bit more complex from everything that you've learned but i think there's also another one where you yeah you talk to people that have real problems and you just you try to solve those real problems like immediately <laughs> like either by freelancing or or like building building something and having them become a beta tester immediately and then 
improving it with feedback. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Like, it's funny to like come back to this, but I really learned a lot with the whole like consulting shred business. Like, yeah, exactly. That was a hair on fire problem. And like, even today, like sometimes I get like a pang of guilt when I talk to people and say like, oh, you know, this is my history and this is what I worked on and this is where I got started. And there'll be business owners and say, oh my God, you did? Like, do you have something I can use? Like, <laughs> and they come to you and I, I'm just like, if I didn't hate this problem so much, it would be a goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Like, like I, I really like that recipe. You, you know, you're finding a real problem. They're, they're willing to pay someone like per hour to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. So you could even either solve it working per hour or you build something that will solve it for them and that you can then resell to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's basically service as a service <laughs> that eventually becomes software as a service. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of forget that like, yeah, that, that like the service part of software. It's like, oh no, we're solving this problem because there's a thing you need to do. And like, yeah, it's very funny. Well, that's that's exciting news. Yeah. Like that's that's good progress. Yeah. So I think what I'll do is this week. So I, I, you know, I think after we record, I'll do the edit really quickly, and then I'm just gonna like take a very long walk, <laughs> just like try to let the adrenaline leave my body. And then uh, I think the rest of the week will will be kind of technical feasibility of what we're talking about. Something real simple, no code, like just you know, just rip something and try it. Yeah. And then the other part will be. Uh, getting some initial conversations in. I think in the next seven days, I can talk to at least one person. Somebody's going to talk to me, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, to have some initial conversations. And then I think I don't want to like keep it a big secret or anything like that. Uh, so I'm hoping like next podcast, I'll kind of have a, to start talking about it, what this is and what I want to do with it. Because execution is the hard thing. Ideas don't have that much value. It's just right. execution. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I feel great. I'm very happy. Well, yeah, I feel as good as I can given the circumstances, and I'm excited to just do fucking anything else. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, that's that was really the kind of my last my last week. What's up with you? How are things? So tell, I want to hear. I want to hear all about Member Row and what's right. been happening. Yeah, it's been it's been great. So I I launched just a landing page with a sign up form okay. to to collect some emails for people that want to bet to. To try the private beta test, okay. And uh, I just I just launched it on Twitter, and I mentioned it in Indie Hackers. So that's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two places I put it, mm-hmm. and I'm quite surprised by like how many signups I'm getting. Like every day, I'm getting new signups. Wow. It seems like I've hit a chord here. It's it's resonating with people. Like mm-hmm. like I mean I I had a gut feeling right like. Yeah, like I've seen people build with Airtable and Webflow and this is the missing piece and for the same reasons that I built Power Importer, like those same reasons exist for anyone who needs to add membership functionality to their site. So, but, but you know, there's a big difference between having a gut feeling and then actually having people sign up for it. <laughs> like I've done it in the past where I built something for myself and, and you have a gut feeling, well, I like it, so other people will. Right. And then you put it out there to crickets. Like, no, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> I've had plenty of experience doing that. 
So in this case, yeah, I had a gut feeling, right? Like because I've seen a lot of people building with Airtable and Webflow, so I I saw what was missing. But but now I definitely see I've hit a chord. Like people are people are signing up, and uh, and I started uh, scheduling interviews, and I I had one this morning. Awesome. Yeah. So I mean, my my first complaint is why is it so fucking hard to email people? Mm. <laughs> like I'm so so people gave me their email, right? Yeah. And now I'm like emailing them saying, Hey, like I'd love to chat about it, you know, here's my calendly link. And that email is landing at their promotion tab. So it's like so you know, I've, so I'm not getting a huge response rate so far. Okay. So and I'm pretty I'm I mean, I'm pretty sure it's it's because it's landing in the promotion tab. I mean, you just signed up for something to be a private beta tester. And then when someone reaches out, you don't respond. Like, I mean, it, it could be because they're busy. Right. Or or they don't like talking on the phone. So, <laughs> so you know, but uh, but I'm thinking it might just be because I'm sending an email, an email with a link in it. Could be. And then automatically Gmail says, whoa, that's a, that's a promotion. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the problem is that Gmail doesn't know that they gave me their email, right? It's like it's that missing link. It's like if if there was a way where Gmail knew that they they reached out to me first, that this email is actually a, a response to them. Um, wh- how are you sending email today? Like, is this are you sending it personally or using a service? Like- yeah, this is personal. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm using Google Workspace okay. for for the email account, so I'm just going and logging into Gmail, and I'm composing an email and sending it. Okay. So, I mean, the only idea I had was instead of putting a link to an Airtable form, which is what I'm doing now to collect emails, yeah. is if I just put a mail to link into mm. onto the website. Could be. So you know, you want to sign up here, send send me an email, and it. It precomposes the subject yeah. saying, you know, because then Gmail would know that mm-hmm. they sent me the first email. Totally. And then I would actually do a reply to, mm-hmm. which I think would land in their inbox. Mm-hmm. Could you do a, um, This might, I wonder if this is sneaky, but could you do like a double opt-in kind of thing where the thank you page, because normally you like click here to double opt-in and then like ConvertKit will redirect you to like a thank you page you could have that thank you page be like your calendly page or 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 even another landing page that's like hey awesome thanks a lot for signing up i'd really like to talk with you here's a link to my calendar like let's talk yeah or, I, I i don't know maybe that's too presumptuous but no that's a, no that's a good point yeah i could i could do that because i agree with you like getting landing into somebody's inbox where you can see them even though they've expressed interest this whole thing like i think that's going to be a challenge yeah it's so annoying it's like <laughs> right someone says yes please you know yes i'm interested here's my email mm-hmm. and then you email them and then it's like it lands in the promotion tab yeah it's like <laughs> they wanted me to email them like if there was only a way to tell google mm-hmm. this is not spam <laughs> yeah i'm a nice guy <laughs> exactly google. look at me i'm, I'm a nice guy <laughs> Come on, guy. You can trust me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, that's fucking infuriating, though. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, may, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe if I did use, a, you know, a, a kind of a, a, a drip automation email service, like then maybe that would work. Yeah, I mean, like it feels like, like they those... sign up, they double opt in, and then they get an automated email. Yeah, but like it sucks because I don't know that the email is necessarily gonna not land in their promo tab. Yeah, you're right. Because that email is going to have an unsubscribe link in the footer. Mm-hmm. For sure, Google is going to say, oh, this is a newsletter. Yeah, because like everything I've read is that the best way to land in someone's inbox is to send plain text emails. Yeah. So I like your I mean, idea of the mail to. That's it. That Those are the two ideas I had is, is just to put a mail to link instead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. I'll just, I'll just do that. Yeah. And uh, the other idea was that I change the email that I send them and do not put a Calendly link mm-hmm. in it. Just uh, just plain text. Hey, you know, thanks for signing up. Mm-hmm. I'd really love to have a chat. Yeah. You know, when's a good time that we could chat? Sure. I mean, this might feel ham-fisted, but well, I've seen this before. Um, a guy I whose newsletter I'm on, he'll typically he'll, sometimes he'll have an offer in his email address or in his in his email where he'll be like, "Hey, I'm launching a service." Or I'm, I'm, I'm a new thing, or there's a new resource I found. If you want it, just reply yes yeah. to this email, um, and I'll, I'll set the, the wheels in motion. So exactly. You could do something similar of like, because if, if the res- if the reply to is you, then you could just be like, hey, like just reply yes, or re- reply in the affirmative, and we'll we'll get started. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you know you're landing, yeah, because it's, oh God, because it's like the three buckets. It's like you're it's either so annoying. inbox, promotions, or spam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is why we can't have nice things. Because spammers ruin it all for all of us. I don't want Viagra. I just want to sell <laughs> people a service they're interested in. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, that that's... The, that that was the only annoying thing. Otherwise, so yeah, I got so I out of that list of signups, I I I, I knew better to email everyone because I wanted exactly to know are the emails making making it through? Should I change my messaging? Whatever. So I think I only emailed ten people, and I got two people that clicked it calendly and scheduled something. Okay. So it's like twenty percent response rate. It's it's not that bad, but yeah. I, but yeah. I just remembered there's a there's a service whose name I can't remember that checks this kind of deliverability thing for you. They'll tell you what what uh, what bucket you you'll want okay. to in. So I, maybe it's worth your time to. I also don't know how much something like that costs. Right. But uh, but maybe it's worth. I it mean, to go try. I have so many Gmail accounts. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have so many. I'll just. I just pick one randomly and email it. Good. And that's what I did. I, I picked one because when I was, I was there, how come no one's responding? Mm-hmm. So then I right away copy pasted the exact message I sent, sent it to one of my accounts, and sure enough, it landed in promotions. Okay, well, it didn't go to spam, so that's yes. Like, that's at least good. it didn't go to spam. That's yeah. a damn good start. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's the only annoying part of this whole thing. But yeah. but there are solutions. I'll I'll find out. I'll. I'll test other things. I might try the mail to link or maybe put the Calendly link directly on the landing page. So, so yeah. So, and so the, the call this was this morning with the first person. Okay. Now, you know, like when you, when you have like a business idea, like one of the first exercises you do is you like, 
you create this persona of who your customer is, yes. right? Like, what are they trying to build and which tools they're using? And uh, so I had this persona. And then this morning I have a call and I swear it was her. Like, wow. <laughs> it was like I I created this person. <laughs> and it was exactly what I had imagined. Wow. Like, it was, yeah, it was really weird. I don't know if you've seen the movie Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah, that's the one where like he uh, like is it Will Ferrell is like yeah, being exactly. followed around by a narr or there's a narrator that's yeah exactly yeah. he hears this narration of his life and yeah. then and then eventually you you find out that it's it's actually an author is writing a book and he's like he's the manifestation of that yes. character mm-hmm. so that's how I felt like it's like <laughs> I just I wrote this person down on paper and then all of a sudden I talked to them on the phone this morning Amazing. so yeah. She's building a two-sided marketplace, and it, yeah, it's like it, it fit all the these scenarios I had imagined. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. There was only one small thing that she wanted to do that I hadn't foreseen. So that was that was also very productive. Like, oh yeah, like I didn't think of that. Like, uh, basically, because she's she's uh, she specializes in user experience, so she likes to keep. She knows how hard it is to like have someone fill out a form, so she likes to break down forms into smaller forms. Okay, sure. So she foresaw that she'd be able to to have the when someone signs up to f- fill out a portion of their profile through a small form, and then after that she can maybe email them and have them fill it out some more. Like, could you complete your profile? Here's an another form, but it's updating the same record except a different set of fields right so the way i had envisioned it was like just one form per table so this is like oh, okay so it, it could be multiple forms per table because she wants to change the messaging on it and the fields that the user can edit or add right. so it's, it's like it's no big deal but it it would change everything in my modeling mm-hmm. right it's like oh it's, it's a one-to-many relationship Fair enough. yeah so that was the only surprise. Otherwise, everything was like exactly like I imagined it. <laughs> it was like, yes, this is this is gonna work. No, that just speaks. I mean, it, maybe it's confirmation bias, but at least for me, like it speaks to how well you understand your audience and like how well you understand the ecosystem of people that are using these tools and what they really need. I hope so. Or otherwise, it's just an outlier and it's pure luck <laughs> and the next person I'm going to talk to is going to say no this is garbage this is not what I want you're insane <laughs> I want nothing to do with you right <laughs> but so far I think at least I know I know I have one customer yeah <laughs> I have one person like that I know needs I know what they need and I know I can build it and it's it's like what we were talking about before it's like it, it feels almost like service as a service yeah it's like they they're building this site this is the missing piece if i could just build it for them like they're going to start using it hell yeah but in this case i'm actually going to build software i'm not just going to build custom code for them right. so yeah it's uh it looks promising excellent that's great yeah otherwise last week i spent a lot of time with paralysis by analysis oh. <laughs> yeah like Basically, it, it, they're all—it's all around architecture. 
a bit like what you went through for like do, do I do it all serverless or because because this is going to be like a very critical component like if it's used for for logins for other people's websites like it needs to be up all the time yeah. I can't just shut it down for an hour I, I need to migrate my database or yeah. do some maintenance so yeah so but I but at the same time I'm still early so I don't want to like you know spend months like making sure that it's a solid architecture that's going to scale and like at the same time I still have to prove that I have a product market fit so I so yeah so I was pretty much paralyzed like I I tried a few different prototypes and and yeah I don't know if I if I found the solution yet it was a little discouraging but at the end it was like okay I just I just got to build something now to see if I have product market fit and the only thing I have to make sure is that I, I can see a path to the high availability, scalable like version. Like if it, there's an easy way for me to migrate from one to the other without any downtime, that's all that matters. Yeah, and even worst case scenario, because I mean these people are signing up for a a better version. <laughs> like maybe it's not the end of the world if I have to shut down their site for an hour to do the that final migration to the new high availability version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Even hosting providers have downtime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't worry much about it. Like, I, I see exactly. I see where your concern is for sure, and it's like, yeah, that'll be the reality of the business. Yeah, but that's it. But I don't want to overbuild before I I have a few paying customers. Like, totally. But yeah, this is uh, this is promising. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah. So I just gotta change my email so that I, I get more. I can schedule some more calls. Mm-hmm. But uh, already, I think I have one customer that I can that I can serve. Cool. Um, so a few things like, would you try to pre-sell this? Like, did you try to pre-sell it with that one customer? Is that something you'll do? Do you think? Um, no, I didn't try to pre-sell it. I've never done pre-sells, so like, I part of me feels it's icky. <laughs> but uh, but I see, I, I definitely see the value for it. No, I, I guess I could. I mean, honestly, I, I got the impression that she would have said yes right away. Like, I mean, already, like, she started building it out with a member stack. Okay. So so already, like, you know she's willing to pay what member, member stack charges because mm-hmm. otherwise she wouldn't have started with that. Sure. But, uh, but right away she saw all the problems that she was going to have with it. So... So yeah, when she heard about this solution, she was like, "Yes, I need this one like now." <laughs> so I, 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 I'm pretty sure that's a that's a very confident yes. She will pay for it, cool. like ninety five percent confidence. Okay, great. As if I charge the same thing as member stack. Yes. Yeah. And so, so, so yeah, but so should I ask for money up front? Yeah, why not take that ninety percent to one hundred percent? Sure, I guess, I guess, but I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no you make a good point. I, 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 I'm, di- I'm laughing to myself because, like, I'm thinking of myself listening to other podcasts where they discuss this. Yeah, and it's just like this is like because if you were challenging me to do this, I'd be like, oh Jesus Christ, I don't know, I could never do it. <laughs> that that sounds really scary. I don't know. 
Like this is not easy. Yeah. This is absolutely. This is this is exactly why we're doing this, right? Yeah. Is to challenge one another. Yes. And exactly. I totally agree. Like it, it, it's good advice, and I've heard it before, mm-hmm. and I've never done it because it's scary. Yeah. So I need to challenge myself. Like, am I not doing it because it's scary, or am I doing it because, yeah, it seems like I'm pretty confident that she's going to pay anyway. So it's like, why, you know, why bother with the with the logistics of it? for the extra 5% confidence. Because yeah. it is, it's going to be a logistics problem. Like, yeah. like, do I create a subscription in Stripe, like right away? But then I don't even have something to hook up the webhook to. Or, <laughs> or it's like, then I'm going to have to find a way to integrate later retroactively. And it's like, um, is this person a already a customer of yours of Power Importer or? Yes, okay. actually, yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of trust, if you did want to, because already she trusts you. Yeah. Um, she's using your service. So it's like if you were to ask for, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if you've been thinking more about pricing and anything else, but be like, hey, like, you know, 100 bucks and it's yours. And I'll, I'll get you early access and you're the first one in the door, however you choose to. Do well, um, uh, you make a good point. Like, this is actually, this is actually a very good point. Like, yeah, the fact that she, the, the fact that I'm very confident she will pay might be biased by the fact that she's already paying for power importer uh, so so maybe that's not a a good signal of how the general population is gonna feel about about paying for this right i mean i it, it's just a question of trust i think I, it, because yeah. if they're going to use member stack they're, they're willing to pay yes they're willing to pay for this solution and it's like i'm offering the same solution except with more functionality for for you or for someone who's already using Airtable as their backend. Yeah, that was why I asked because I thought that um, if she was a customer of yours already, I think there is some trust there. Like you, you, I mean, you are already famous, but like you also have a, <laughs> you, you two have a business relationship with one another. Right, exactly. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's an interesting thing to be able to like push it over the edge. But I mean, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like she, she really is the perfect customer because mm. that person that I envision was you know using Airtable yeah, as the back end, uh, yes, Webflow as the front end, now, yeah. and it's like, and they're already using Power Importer, like because Zapier is such a pain in the ass. Yep. So it's like it's it's that perfect person, mm-hmm. totally. And I I want Member Row to have very tight integration of Power Importer also. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm I'm doing different branding for each one just because I think. It's not a pure intersection. I think there are people that might just want member row without power importer. So I didn't want to lock, like, I wanted to have a broader messaging for member row. Yeah. So, but otherwise, it, you know, it's it's not a secret. It's the same person behind both. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to push for very tight integration. So people who are building on the Airtable Webflow stack will have one solution. Exactly. Very cool. So on so the next thing I was going to ask was do you have an idea for like quota of of number of people of number of conversations you'd like to have like are you thinking about post do like continuing the launch and posting more places maybe in some like webflow communities or maybe even on the webflow forum um just as an example um yeah i mean at this point i don't feel like i really have to go post it great anywhere else cuz i'm i'm still like i i don't remember what date i I tweeted it last week, but 
I mean, I'm still getting new people every day. So That's it's fantastic. like, it's, and I'm not talking to them as fast as I'm there as they're coming okay, in. So, okay, awesome. so like, there's no reason to like increase the top of the funnel. Perfect. I need to I need to talk to people. That's the important thing. So that's my priority is to get to talk to more of those people that signed up. Okay. Damn, that's super exciting. Oh man, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah, it's uh, it feels great. Like, you know, you have a hunch, you put it out there and then you see you see it, how it resonates that well and then you talk to someone and it's like, wow, it's exactly what I envisioned. Like this <laughs> it's going to work like yeah, that feels great. Lovely. So the most important thing right now is talking with people. And hopefully by this time next week, you've had X plus one conversations. Yeah, exactly. Like this afternoon, I have a, a, a call with an agency. Oh, wonderful. So like, yeah, that's, I'm thinking it might be very different conversation. <laughs> like most likely they don't, I, I have a gut feeling that they don't have an actual specific use case like an, an, an actual specific problem they're trying to solve now it's most likely more they're just curious whether it's something that they that it should be part of their toolkit basically like you know they're they i'm guessing agencies have to stay ahead of the curve and know what's out there for solutions so that when the customer comes in with a need they already know oh yeah this, this is what we can propose and so i think it's going to be more exploring more curiosity they want to know what what this thing does so yeah i mean yeah it's going to be it's going to be important to keep talking to people i can't just just start coding now yeah (laughs) of course that's what i want to do i was just going to say man if i were in your shoes the urge would just be oh my god how can i quench this thirst it's like yes i just got validation let's go yeah but uh it's just one person Mm -hmm. right and then i i have to force myself to talk to more people yeah do you have a a number in mind of how many like kind of thumbs up you would want or is that more of a gut feeling as well yeah it's it's more of a gut feeling yeah i think that makes- yeah it's i don't know maybe i'm fooling myself like but i really think this is a good idea and and i've seen like i've seen enough use cases just with my customers of people who need this so it's like i really think there's a need for this and this is the the right solution so like even if I talk to people and it's not a good fit for them, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think I'd be fine with ten people saying t- ten people confirming that it's a good solution, that they would they would use it. Okay. It doesn't seem like a lot, but I guess it's it's because I'm pretty confident that it, that it's the right solution for this problem. Right. I, so if I can, yeah, if I could just get ten people to say yes, like I would use it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I, I I love I just love the synergy between Power Importer and Member Row. And it, it, it just feels like it makes both solutions sticky. Yeah. Because like, I would find it very interesting if there was a person who was very interested in, in Member Row, but wasn't a Power Importer customer and was like, oh, I don't even want it. It's like, <laughs> what have you built? Like, I just, like I'd just be curious to know. Um, so I just, I, I kind of agree with you. Like it, you, you absolutely want to get commitment from people and like a very clear idea that like okay yes there's there's a group of people out there that think the same way that i do and see this as a valuable solution or the fix to the problem um and maybe it's one of those kind of like add-ons that people are like oh shit it, it, look at what's possible this it, it further yeah. sells the dream of Airtable and Webflow. yeah i mean already already so many people 
that's their favorite stack. Yeah. Like it is such a popular stack right now. Mm-hmm. Airtable and Webflow with Zapier gluing it together. Mm-hmm. So like that's validation in itself. Like that's despite how hard it is to glue them together with Zapier, like it's still a popular stack. Yep. So if I can make it easier with Power Importer and now Member Row, I feel like yeah, I feel like this is some onto something. I totally agree. There are there are YouTubers that make a living just doing tutorial videos on this stack, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's that's how big this stack is. And if I can just solve the problem instead of teach people how to solve the problem, then I think there's a market for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, you know, we talk about this often that there's the promise that there's the promise of what uh, Zapier is supposed to give. It's supposed to make everything easy and it's magic. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's not magic. It's <laughs> in fact it's pretty difficult. It does a lot. It's a powerful tool. I'm not gonna take that away from you, but it's Oh yeah. It's no, it's it's amazing. It's you know, it's it's an it's an amazing tool, like like crazy glue, right? It's like it's it's amazing how strong it is and how it can just connect things together. Yeah. But would you try to build a house with crazy glue? <laughs> yeah, forget it. <laughs> right, or build a car. Yeah. It's like, no, like I, I'd rather just buy a pre-assembled car. Yeah. So yeah, I look at this and think the more power you give to the, the more well, power, power is one way to say it, but maybe it's more like the more options you give to people in no code, because this is it. This is an option. It's another option that they can use to, to realize their dreams or realize their vision. And yeah, you're, you're making the pie bigger. Like people aren't as willing to give up because they're like, oh, I have to fucking learn how to use Zapier now. Like, <laughs> uh, quit. And I'm actually hoping that something like MemberO will increase the amount of Webflow users. Mm-hmm. Like if, if people are using Airtable and now they're trying to figure out like how can I build a website with this data? It's like, now you might be able to entice them. Like, you know, first you could start using member row just to, so you can put a username password in front of your forms. Like that's, that's simple enough. But now, okay, now you want to start displaying the data on a website? Well, like you could use Webflow. And, and if you use Power Importer, it's really easy to get your Airtable data into it. Yep. So you actually make the pie bigger. You absolutely do. This is super cool. I can't wait to hear more. It's like I'm waiting for what it's like I'm already excited for next week. I can't wait to hear where the conversations go. Yes, yeah. I definitely have to talk to more people and resist the urge to start coding. <laughs> we'll see how successful you are at that. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. I mean, because yeah, I you know, it's like here's someone that I know needs it and and if I can deliver something in two weeks, they would use it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard to to put the breaks on that say no, no maybe a little longer in two weeks yeah damn <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's that's all i have for this week okay great i'll let you go so you can <laughs> have more conversations resist right yeah maybe i can build a little bit while i'm <laughs> waiting for this other oh, call <laughs> between calls <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> come on just a little bit you can update your uh, you update rails and get all your get all your exactly. boilerplate figured out. <laughs> cool. Yep. Hey man, I'll let you go. It's good to catch up. Yeah, and I'm also looking forward to 
to seeing your progress on, yeah. on the top secret project. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't. my big goal here is I don't want it to stay secret for a long time. I want to have the conversation, and I want to have, let people know that it's happening yeah. um, ASAP. So. Awesome. Cool. All right. All right, man. I'll catch you later. We'll talk next week. See you next week.